When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That doesn't work for me. Y'all saw what happened when I did Celebrity Apprentice and me and Kenya. It, I just forgave her that that would happen back then. You know, th- this is a different type of game that they play on that housewife stuff. And it's not me. Yes, I stayed on the Dean's list. And the only time I got in jeopardy on the Dean's list was when I went to try out for Top Model. Listen, and I used to go to all the LA Sparks game and I saw <laughs> Juana Man on your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> See y'all, I told y'all we're gonna have some fun today. Hey, what up y'all? It's your girl Vivica Fox. Welcome to an all new Hustlin' with Vivica A. Fox. We are going bigger and bolder, darlings. I'm your go-to girl for people, ideas, knowledge, inspiration, faith, love, truth, success, and of course, F-U-N. Your hustle's going to get an upgrade with the most surprising, exciting, and fabulous guests from all walks of life. You're in good hands, darlings. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, download, and review Hustling with Vivica A. Fox. Okay, y'all, today is going to be so much fun because I got someone that I just adore and I've known her for such a long time. My guest today is the gorgeous and talented Eva Marcel. She's a fashion model, actress, TV and radio personality, and entrepreneur. And may I add, a fabulous mom and beautiful wife. Yes. She broke into the pop culture scene and into the America's heart as the outspoken Eva the Diva, winner of the third cycle of the reality TV phenomenon, America's Next Top Model. She then went on to acting. Her acting roles include Everybody Hates Chris, Tyler Perry's House of Pain, and movies like Crossover and I Think I Love My Wife. You can see her leading the cast of the hot new show, All the Queen's Men, as Marilyn Madame DeVille, which premieres September on BET+. She adds a strong work ethic, grace, class, and honesty to everything she does. So it's no wonder my girl continues to rise. Please welcome to Hustling with Vivica A. Fox, my girl, queen, Eva the diva, Eva Marcel. Hey, girl. Hey, gorgeous. How are you? And thank you for having me. I'm so happy to have you here. I mean, I'm going to tell everybody. I miss you too, because you know, we used to hang out, out, okay? Listen, (laughs) I need an Uno game quick, Viv. Post-COVID, we need to get in there. You better believe it. But can I tell you something? You pop up on my screen every morning. Every time you go live, for some reason, it pops up. Oh, it does. I'm like, but you know what? I said, my girl is up working. I like Morning that. inspiration. Listen, you got to get your day started. And sometimes, mm-hmm. especially in the last year and a half, it's really hard to start Agreed. our days with all that's going on in the world. So yes. I consider myself, but I consider my fellow man. And I give myself up in the morning. You know, I do morning radio on the Ricky Smiley morning show. So I get up in the morning and I just try to encourage people. And Viv, you would be surprised Mm. how many people hop on live and where they're from. From 
the UK to South Africa to Japan, like they mm. are everywhere. And everybody is connected with a little bit of hope. And so that's what yeah. I try to give in the morning. It's a little, it don't matter what color you are, yeah. gender, age. We just need a little bit of hope for this step that we on right now. Cause okay. life is real. It's it, 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 It's been so real. It's been too real. But listen, like I told you, um, you know, coming, I appreciate you doing my show, baby, that I want to Please. know, want people to know about your journey, like to learn things like, you know, everybody just found out that me and you like playing a mean game of Uno. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Let me tell the world the truth. Vivica <laughs> got her own set of rules at Uno. Oh, so if you go into Vivica's house and Viv is making tacos, you better get them rules first. Because don't just get on that table and start the playing because you're going to get kicked out quick because Viv got different rules. No, I do not, Eva. Those rules do. make sense in my house. In your head. <laughs> in your I wouldn't want to play Uno with anyone else. Like, literally, you my Uno girl. I love it. But we, we've had a lot of fun together. But let's, yeah. let's take everybody um, back to where things all started with you. I just learned today, which I had no idea, that you were born and raised in L.A.? Yes, South Central Los Angeles, born mm. and bred, honey. Listen, there are not too many of us, okay? I'm the exactly. last of the Mohicans. A lot of them are in Calabasas. They in the hills. I am born and raised in South Central. My parents uh, had us in South Central. When they started making a little bit more money, my mom wanted to move to the Burbs. Mm. And my dad, who's from Detroit, Michigan, the real hustler, because he older than mm. you, Bill. He's way okay. older than you. My dad was like, no. My kids are going to stay here and they're going to know what it means to be a part of the community and help build a community. So my parents stay right in the neighborhood. They still live where I was raised. They bought another wow. house on the block because they thought it was going to go to ruins. And my mom was like, nope. And I'm born and raised in South Central and I still got the town to show it. So now we have a, another hashtag I'm going to have for you, which is for the L.A. Sparks, which hashtag rooted in L.A. Listen, and I used to go to all the LA Sparks game, and I saw Juana Man on your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> See y'all, I told y'all we're gonna have some fun today. Okay, so. listen, I <laughs> fell out, honey, when I saw him on there, and he put a picture of you. And he put a picture of me. <laughs> I know, girl. I love Miguel. Miguel's like you know, like a brother to me. I, I listen, really love Miguel's. Miguel. Every you killed that movie though like it's an iconic sports movie and we only have but so few and we can talk about them that movie made his career that movie you were so and who knew Ben could play basketball listen that you was pretty listen that's the thing I grew up in I'm a Hoosier like you said your dad's from uh Detroit Midwest does it best let's just keep <laughs> that real so you know Hoosiers we grew up playing basketball and football so anyway I played, I mean, my, my team won the 1982 City Girls High School Basketball Championship. So I'm a real city girl. So, right. So I'm, I'm the OG city girl. Okay. They better ask somebody. So when I did Juana Man, the WNBA was just, just starting. And yeah. the reason why I support the WNBA to this day is because those girls, we had some real players come. Uh, yes. uh, yeah. I mean, like Cynthia, was Cynthia Cooper, Dana Tarazi, like, I mean, Cheryl. Come Sewell. on, Cynthia Cooper. Oh, yes, yes, girl. T Teresa Witherspoon. Yes. All of them came down to Charlotte, North Carolina and played, girl. And they, listen, I thought I could play. Baby, they was running circles around me. That I was, was joy. <laughs> I was like, damn. Okay, I ain't played since You were so yes. good, though. You but made, like, 
pretty not enough. Like you were one of those women that made pretty not enough. Like you wow. had to be talented. You had to yeah. be skilled. And who knew you could play basketball? So anyway, but we're going to move on. Let's talk about you. So you grew up in South Central, but then Atlanta called you. Yes. Yes. Okay, my tell brother. us about that. My old, well, not my oldest, the one right over, I have three brothers. So the okay. one right over me went to Atlanta for college. Now my mm-hmm. eldest brother had went away to the Marines. And so I just wanted to stay close to my family. Mm-hmm. And so since Malcolm moved to Atlanta and he went to Morehouse. And so when I had a chance to go to college, my mom was one of those super awesome moms mm-hmm. where I grew up in South Central Los Angeles. So there were no real college tours, right? Mm-hmm. So my mom said, you know what? We're going to put together a college tour. Yeah. Apply to all your schools. The schools you get into, I will take you to visit. Mm. And I was like, for real? So I applied to every school, Viv. I applied <laughs> to every. I sold candy. I braided hair. I found every piece of dollar I could find to apply to every single school. And I got into literally every school I applied to. But okay, so how did you narrow it down? Well, I went to Louisiana because I like the like. New Orleans flavor, you know, being Mm -hmm. from L.A., I needed something that made me feel at home. And so I went to New Orleans and I got into Tulane and to Loyola and to Xavier, which is an HBCU. So I visited all those schools. Then we went to New York and I visited NYU and Columbia. Those are cool schools, but they was like spread out. So it was kind of weird. Like Mm -hmm. I got to get on a train to go to class. Mm -hmm. That's not happening. Now, mm-hmm. so I came to, Ad- I tried to make it seem like we would just slide into Atlanta. <laughs> Little did my mama know that was the whole plan was to go to Atlanta. So okay. we come down to Atlanta and I had visited my brother when he went to Morehouse as a freshman. Mm. And now he's a sophomore. I'm about to come to school and he'll be a junior. And baby, I went to Agnes Scott, which is an all girls school. So I learned real quick that wasn't going to work. Okay. Then I went to um to Spelman. Spelman mm. was a very, very beautiful school. The Black Pride was great, but they was like super, super prissy. Yes. I am, I played that, black that's football that's and uh, yeah. I boxed. So that yeah. wasn't my school. Then I slid over to Clark Atlanta University, baby. Okay. I remember Mr. Reed in the registrar's office. Like he sold. This school, like it was a house and a car. Like he sold that hell out of Clark Atlanta. Okay. The whole package. And you know, it's the school of W.E.B. Du Bois. It's the Mm. mass communications department that Spike Lee built. So coming in there and not knowing, like most kids don't know at 16, 17 years old, what I really want to do with the rest of my life and not wanting to be undeclared, I went into mass communications because I figured. I love acting. Yes. I love speaking. So I majored in mass com with an emphasis in speech because I could be like a, I could be a director. Right. I learned everything. My first uh, piece of anything in a film was the boom operator, baby. I got long arms. I went <laughs> boom out. So I was your boom operator. Uh-huh. I love lighting. So I was like, I could be your gaffer. I love fashion, which is how mm. I got into modeling. So mm. I fashion design everything. And I also loved acting. And I was an orator. So I said, I figured this career or this field would help me in any career I wanted. So I went to Clark Atlanta, got mm. a black excellence education. And what was your GPA? What was your GPA? Do, I was do on you a recall? B's list. 
I was oh, on well, Dean's list. You better break out that receipt right there. She said, what? The Dean's list. My mama wasn't playing no games. Listen, we had to keep that scholarship. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I stayed on the Dean's list. And the only time I got in jeopardy on the Dean's list was when I went to try out for Top Model. Okay, so America's Top Model happened while you were at Clark? Yes. Tell us yes, about I, it. I was at Clark, and Clark is known for Atlanta. HBCUs are known for homecomings and fashion shows. Yes. That's what we do. Because contrary to what they say, the style comes from us. The je ne sais quoi comes from us, naturally. <laughs> so we was doing it at 18, 17 on the catwalk in college. No yes. money, no experience, true passion. Yes. And that's where my love for fashion, watching the fashion shows at in the morning on Saturday at nine o'clock and watching them mm. walk down the road, watching Tyra and Naomi and oh my God, who are these beautiful women? And so I just loved fashion. I loved the expression that fashion gave because I felt like if you can't say how you feel, show how you feel and you can mm. ne never show it better in a pair of pumps and a mean top and some little shorts like that's your expression and you have amazing legs but i, I wanted to say something uh to our audience because you're not as tall as what most no. models are how tall are you eva i'm five seven i'm not as tall as you viv you, exactly. you are my size I know, but I mean, but to me, it's like you're you're you you're like most models, like even me, I'm I'm tall, I'm like almost five eight. And I remember that I was considered almost a little bit like didn't make it because most models are like five, ten, six footers and stuff like that. I mean, now it's gotten a little bit different, you know what I mean? So for you to decide to go in to, to audition for America's top model, did they ever say anything about your height being like, well, you're yeah. not really tall enough? Absolutely. That was one of the things about my win being so historic because I was mm. so short. The only wow. person on a actual major runway at 5'7 was Kate Moss. Right. And okay. She's gorgeous, but she's not our hue. So the idea, okay. we mm. were only the token in a show anyway. You'll get maybe a black girl, maybe two in a show, but definitely not a short and black girl. Honey, mm. you asking for a lot until Tyra. So that's why... To this day, so many people, you know, have their personal opinions and all of these opinions are on the outside looking in because they don't know. Tyra exactly. Banks, that's my girl. This Agreed. woman single-handedly decided to create a space for yes. people that the whole world said weren't enough because they mm -hmm. were not the color, they were yeah. not the height, they were yeah. not the size, all of that. Their nose was different, their skin complexion from Vitiligo to Winnie Harlow, who was yes. everything, okay. you know? So I give it up to Tyra and I will to the day I die because <laughs> she made sure that we had a space. And yes. like you said, there was no space for a 5'7 black girl with a twang from South Central Los Angeles. <laughs> now listen, the audience ate you up because you were real. And 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 they celebrated you. And just to think, you were only 19 years old at the time 18. of doing 18. Wow, even younger on America's Top Model. And I can remember being glued 
to the TV, watching you go through the whole journey. And, 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 and you always had, even when people would get on your nerves, like you would, you would just have this thing, like you would like rub your face, like, okay, I'm just not going, mm-mm, no, no, not going, not going to do it. Yeah. Just give me a minute. Just give me a minute. Like you had a sense of calm, like you from knowing you from South Central and the fact that you didn't get <laughs> South Central with them just makes it even more amazing to me that not only did you, the audience love you, but you won. You were the first African-American woman to win America's Next Top Model. What did that feel like when they called wow. your name? You know what? When they called my name, I didn't hear it. For some reason, I heard you the did? other girl. Like I, <laughs> I was saying the other girl's name. So when they said it, I didn't believe I didn't hear it. It wasn't until I looked up at the picture and, and it was like, me, girl. I was okay. like. I was in awe. That was the first time I truly felt like when my mom used to tell me, you're beautiful, you're special, all those things you would hear as a kid and you'd be like, okay, okay, okay. But this was the first time where I realized you are truly special. And I allowed myself to believe it, to ingest it, to swallow it. And then Tyra doubled down on it and came to my room after I won. And she came, her brother's in the service, and she came in like some fatigue. She didn't have makeup on. She had her rosy cheeks and freckles. And she came in and she said, did you know why I chose you? And I said, I absolutely have no idea because everybody was beautiful. And I'm not as pretty as most of those girls. And she said, I chose you because you are relatable. And when it comes to being an influence in this business, What you need to be is not the most beautiful or not necessarily the most talented, but the most relatable. And so she didn't realize she was planting a mustard seed even in that moment because it Mm -hmm. taught me with all of this, don't change none of this. Be you. Be you who you are to your core and your tribe will find you. Exactly. Don't go look for them and try to be them. Do you. So now after... Uh, you were the winner of America's Next Top Model. Your modeling career took off. You got a CoverGirls cosmetic contract, uh, a spread in Elle magazine, a modeling contract with four models, and you were also ripping the runway. What did you learn from that whole, like, oh my God, now I am the face of America's Next Top Model. I am the it girl. What was that experience like? Um, It was a lot. I must say mm. the first, I, for me, I'm just me. So what the world sees versus what you see is often very different, very, Mm. very different. So I just saw regular me like I still like my ramen. I still make my (laughs) top ramen my special way. You know what I'm saying? Like I was still me. I like to fry my chicken. I moved to New York and I'm like, okay, so where did where the wings at at Safeway? Like okay. I'm still cooking. I had Takara over at my house. I'm yes, I love Takara. That TJ's my baby. Yeah, Almost yeah. 20 years down. That's my heart. And um, I was still regular me. What mm. really changed my life, Viv, was Tay Diggs. Tay mm. Diggs casted me for a role on his show, Kevin Hill, with Michael wow. Michelle. So As, you, that's how you transition from modeling then yes. into acting? Yes, yes. Wow. And that changed my life because he came on top modeling. He did like an acting challenge, which I mm. won. And then I guess he remembered me, which is amazing to me. Out of yeah. all the people that actually have real names, you remember this little 
bow-legged girl from this modeling <laughs> competition. So bizarre. But I uh, tried out for this show. It was supposed to be a one-episode situation, and it ended up being an arcing role. That's how I met Megan Good and got yes. to know um, really what filming was all about. I learned hurry up and wait very yes. early. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I live. Yeah, yeah. Welcome Negotiate to your trailer, fans. <laughs> Negotiate your trailer, because that's, that's where you're going to live. Yes. <laughs> but... That really started my passion for acting. And yes. from there, it was about balancing. Because I didn't want to be a one-trick pony. Okay. And I knew that, I mean, looks ain't my fault. That's my mama's fault. That's my daddy's fault. So I wanted to bring something to the table. Yeah. So modeling was cool, but like, what did I do? And so acting was something that I can go to school for and I can study for and really find myself progressing. And so I just jumped into everything theatrical okay now and 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 when you jumped into it it happened i mean you guest starred on several shows everybody hates chris uh the game tyler perry's house of pain uh what is this you went into can reality I mess you up real fast can oh, i mess tell you me. up do you remember when i called you about 12 years ago i oh. just got casted on you ready the Young and the Restless. This was the first. Oh my gosh, con- yes, I do. I it do. It was the first contract role since forever. And it was for a black girl. And I was like, Vivica A. Fox, <laughs> what do I do? And you told me, you said, girl, you go in there and you tone your instrument. You learn mm-hmm. everything there is yeah. to learn. You yeah. take it and then you leave. That's what you told me. Yes, and I did leave. it. Yes, and you leave no room for doubt that who is the role supposed to be for? Me. And you got it, right? Yes. Yes. yes I told yeah, you, baby. baby. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Listen, that's the one thing that people don't know. I mean, you you now have family and, and this and the third, but me and you used to roll pretty tight. Let's, real tight. You were my idol. Like, <laughs> it's cute to sit here as your girlfriend right now. That's like super <laughs> duper cute. But the truth is, you were my idol. There were only but so many tangible Black women in the acting world that represented a level of true Black womanhood yeah. like you did. And you were Thank you. you were the Lynn Whitfields, were the Claire Hunt. Like, you were that but you were tangible. Like Diane Carroll was so like, you're here and I get to go and see you. And I like, Oh my God, you don't understand what you are and what you are to me. Like you, my girl now, but baby, you have been an idol since forever. So just so they know that piece we're hustling. I know that's right, but I still, I got (laughs) to go back and keep on giving you your flowers right now because acting took off for you. You were cast as Tyra Hamilton on The Young and the Restless and then nominated for an NAACP Image Award for Outstanding Actress in a Daytime Drama Series for your role in 2009. You then won the Young Hollywood Award, right? For acting, right? Yes. Yes. What What did that mean to you? Um, you know what? It's one thing to be recognized among your peers because we are critical. We yes. real critical. I mean, that music rolling wrong. You're like, hold on. Why did they choose that? <laughs> so the Young Hollywood Award, it was given. And all of the people that voted were my peers, like my friends, people that have known my rise and have risen themselves to higher heights. So I think awards like that and even just the nomination for NAACP, the recognition 
that is an honor in, in and of itself because we don't do what we do for awards. We do what yes. we do because we love to do it and yes. they end up paying us for it. But <laughs> if they never give me an award, I love it. You know what I mean? So yeah. to actually like see me as someone honorable enough to put on a pedestal and say you were extremely great. It's just, it's beyond humbling and an honor. All right. So now from there, now here comes married life and family life. Uh, you got married in 2018. Yes. You want to tell us about yours? Because let me tell you, I'm so happy for you because that smile, look at that smile. That's when you done met a good man. Okay. All right. Which oh, trust Stop me, child. I, trust me, child. I'm still looking for him, child. Right. I get a half smile. Come then to it, Atlanta. You got some friends, girl. Okay. Girl, I'm like, I'm going to take you up on that one. But let's talk about this wonderful man who came into your life. Ah, uh, Michael. Um, he's amazing. You know, it's so funny because the other day I saw my girl Tamar put up something on Instagram. Uh, to the effect of um, always wishing to have found that forever love for her and yes. her son. Mm -hmm. And I responded, girl, never ain't over. I know that's right. And God has, he's been writing your plan for quite some time, honey. And it mm. is quite a plan. No, you are in good hands. God's got you. And it's only a matter of time. Like it yes. literally is. And that's what I had to learn because mm. I wrote myself off. I figure, you know, God bless me with an amazing parents, with great siblings, with a great childhood. Um, I went to college. I got a great education. I have a great career at a young age. I was like, something's got to give. Mm. So I just figured love wasn't my department because uh, other things were successful and this right. wasn't. So I yep. just figured, you know what? It's cool. It I'm going to take the Right. Yep. It's not it going to happen. Yep. It's cool. Yep. But the truth is, Viv, it's not cool because mm. we all need love. We all deserve Agreed. love. Agreed. And God will honor the desires of your heart. He truly, Amen. truly will. Amen. And so for me, I could play the role of like I got it all and I can make my way and I can. But I'm not my happiest. I'm not the best version of me because I long for more. Mm -hmm. And when I found my husband, I wasn't looking for him. That's I was at let me tell you how it happened. I was at a fundraiser and I only <laughs> went to the fundraiser because they were giving me tickets to the Kevin Hart show. So I said, I take the box tickets for the show and then I go see a little fundraiser real fast uh, only to have met my husband at that fundraiser. Was it love at first sight? At first, he had on a taupe suit, girl. Oh, Listen, this yellow man mm. in a taupe suit and a blue shirt. Mm. I don't know what is going on. You said, who are you? I like it. I yes. like it. Yes. Because he looked like a man. And I wasn't mm. looking for anything. I didn't necessarily even want to like it. I just did. It was mm. like God ordered my steps there and he ordered his steps there. And under whatever premises we thought we were going, we were going to meet each other for our forever. Mm. and it's a picture i'm gonna send you the picture so you can put it up and he said i threw my leg out in front of him i didn't mean to but when i saw the picture i did kind of throw my leg yeah. out. <laughs> it's all right you was working you was working your assets okay listen and, and landed your husband okay? listen yes and uh since then, we ended up going on a date a couple days later. A friend mm. hooked us up, said I wanted to thank him, told him he that uh, told 
him, I wanted to thank him, told me he wanted to thank me. Right. Little did we know we were a blind date. Mm. We end up seeing each other again. And I just asked them off the bat, Viv, because there comes a point in life and relationships where you're not playing no more. No games. No games. And sometimes it's what you are the queen of, F-U-N. Sometimes it's just for fun. <laughs> but sometimes, let's get yes. it. Right? right. So what, what are we doing? Like, what you trying to do? Word. I got a daughter. She's right. one. Yep. I'm here for work. What you want to do? And he was like, Word. ooh, I I'm interested. I put him on the spot, but it just made him man up. And from there, we jumped over all of the playing and who's calling each other back. And we just started dating. And that was six, six and a half, seven years ago now. And we've been married since 2018. I love it. And now you all have Michael Jr. Yes. Mikey's three and Maverick's two. Um, Maverick's almost two. Them boys are so beautiful. The other day, I don't know if you saw my 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 uh my my comment. I was like cuteness. I mean, just girl, you go in the wild. Y'all gonna be breaking out some guns and machine machine guns. I already got I, mean, I know that's right. Cause I'm boys in the right is scary state. I just keep it in my car and on my person. All my person are a little bit bigger in Atlanta. Oh, I love it. Well, you have a beautiful family. So now let's talk Thank that then I was, we got to talk about this. That I was so surprised that you then did The Housewives of Atlanta, season 10 and 11. And can, can, I mean, I'm just going to tell you, I didn't like that for you. I didn't like really? it for you. I didn't I like it. I thought they was going to let a real one be a real one. Because they reached out to me, we had mm. been in talks about stuff in previous years that didn't end up coming into fruition. But I figured they knew that who they were getting. Right. Like a regular hometown girl that really don't take too much mess and that loves a good time. And I I think they wanted um, what I wasn't willing to give. Yeah. You hit me up, bitch. You you know I did. You know I did. Because you rock with me. And because you rock with me, you appreciate the truth in my struggles. And so though the world might not be privy to everything, but I have a daughter and my daughter was prior to my husband and her donor is not the 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 easiest or the most ideal situation. And I try to, as a mother first, as a woman first, um, as a black woman to do the best that I can at navigating that situation and causing as little ruckus and stuff as I can. I know. I just, I didn't like how they treated you. You don't even got to explain that part. You, 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 a G. And you're a good person. And I'm telling you, it it bothered me so much. Like, I hit you up and I was like, yo, like, I, I'm, ready, I'm ready to get crunk behind this. Because, you know, they always put on the thing, oh, Vivica, you should go join the house. I said, no, because I, 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 ready I, for you. I, no, I, I don't play those games. That doesn't work for me. Y'all saw what happened when I did Celebrity Apprentice and me and Kenya. It, I just forgave her for that would happen back then. You know, they, it's a different type of game that they play on that housewife stuff. And it's not I me. Didn't know that, and I'm yeah. glad. It, I know, baby. And that's why I'm I letting did. you know. I was glad when I heard you left. I was like, thank you, God. Thank you, God. She left that because she was above it any other way. She don't need to do that. You know, 
Right, queen. Thank you. So well, let's listen, talk- a co-sign from a queen is all you need, honey. Okay. Thank you. So now let's talk about these current projects because we put that where? Back there. Okay. Right. So let's talk about this new show. You are now leading the cast of all the Queens men for BET plus playing yes. Marilyn, Madame DeVille. How did this fall into your lap, darling? Oh, I was in Victoria's Secrets shopping with my daughter and uh-huh. I get a phone call from Tyler Perry. And Tyler says, uh, you ready to work on something real good? <laughs> I'm like, what you got, TP? Okay. I got something real, real good. Read it. Let me know what you think. And so, you know, after that, I called my agent like, Did something come through from Tyler Perry. I'm waiting every day with baby breath. Every day. I'm hitting my every single day. It's so irritating. It's like, so Nicolai, I'm like, okay, but what about Tyler Perry? Yes. So finally, it comes across his desk and he, mm. I have an audition for this new show. It's very cryptic. They're not saying a lot of information. All I know is that it's already greenlit. Mm-hmm. It's already connected to a great studio, um, uh, a great network. And Tyler is the studio and I'm going out for the lead. Mm. And I was like, okay. So I read the script, which is only minimal. Cause you know how this go, be. They don't yeah. give you everything. Yeah. So, you got to fill in the um, blank sometimes. You do. And this woman was just a businesswoman. It didn't matter if she was selling cars, hot tubs, homes, caskets, what it was, airplanes. This woman was about her business. She was very matter of fact. She was a lady, but not to be messed with. She mm. knew her stuff. She was not easy to intimidate. And she was very savvy. Yes. Very quickly. So I used my speech, my vernacular, my being a model as far as presence to fill a room. But I also used my business acumen to really fill in who Marilyn was, the yes. hustler that yes. Marilyn was. Because Marilyn learned to hustle from her daddy, who was a mm. full gangster. Daddy wow. was a gangster through and through. My grandmother was a madam. So mm. she ran uh cleaning business in the daytime in a brothel at night and that's how i was raised you was like so so this you is, think you this is you're like this is the role for me yes but i mean yeah i'm just saying thank okay. you but you had to audition though which i was surprised yes. that he that he hit yes. you up so i would have thought that would have been an offer but that was okay you were like i'm no. willing i'm willing to earn this role. yes no it was not an, uh, an immediate offer at all it was a full audition wow. send in your tape so i sent in my tape in March of 2020, mm. the whole summer goes by. The fall starts. I get a phone call on October the 29th. My birthday mm. is October 30th. I get a phone call on October 29th from my agent who says, I have new sides for you. They are making a final decision on this role. You are in the mix. There are some new scenes. I need you to put yourself on tape. Wow. I was pre-gaming for my birthday, so I was already drunk. <laughs> I was like, do what? In a oh my God. So I had to sober up, learn these lines, get someone to tape me. And they taped me literally 10 minutes before I left out for my birthday party. I wow. put myself on tape and I just, Viv, you know this, that moment where you're like, I want to redo it. It wasn't right. This wasn't this. So I just started panicking like mm. crazy. I called my agent. I'm like, 
I don't think I was great. Call the casting director. Can I send another tape? They were like, yo, chill out. Okay. It's fine. Let them make their decision. So then my agent started calling me for like, Olay wants to do, don't call my phone for nobody. Unless Tyler <laughs> Perry scary. calls you and says yes or no, do not call me. Everything needs to be a text. So then I get a FaceTime from my agent. I was like, are we playing reindeer games before Christmas? So I answer and I happen to be in Victoria's Secret yet again, where I was when Tyler called me. Uh-oh. I was in Victoria's Secret. Full, circle. My agent, full, full circle. circle. My agent's name is Nick. I said, Nick, why That's... are you calling my phone? Okay. And he was sitting there with his little man bun. He goes, are you ready to go back to work? I was I just started screaming like, oh, my God, I know that. that Yes. Yes. And I enjoy that I auditioned for it because it let me know that they know what they chose. Like, don't give me something hoping that I land on the mark. I want to show up prepared. And you say that's the one. And so after that, as I told you to. Right. Leave no room for doubt. No room. You don't understand. I took your words and learned everything from every camera angle to every piece of lingo to every Mm -hmm. technical term, like to any and everything I can learn on set, front and behind the camera. I took your words because you were serious. You was like, look, girl, how long is your contract? Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm serious about it. You said learn everything you can. Get it and go. Yeah, because we have to realize that we're in a business called show business. And I was taught by the very best, my business partner, Lita Richardson. You're in a business called show business. The more business you know about the show, the longer your career will last. So before I lose you, because girl, we're almost out of time. You know me, you can talk all day. I know we're getting there, but before we- I miss you. I know I miss you so much too, but I want to talk about two things before I let you go. So now- Okay, you got the show. It's going to be, it's hot, this and a third. But you're also a jewelry designer. Right? Yes. Tell us about your jewelry line. My jewelry line is my love. It's my heart. It's a true reflection of who I am. And to know me is to know I have always accessorized. If it was (laughs) earrings, necklaces, bangles, I'll put an anklet and clip it in my hair, (laughs) make it jewelry in a heartbeat. So what I wanted and Viv, You know how it is. We work a lot. We wear a lot of jewelry. Sometimes we lose it to spend a zillion dollars. Oh, my God. Tell me about it. So what I wanted to do was I wanted to make beautiful, affordable pieces that Mm. everyone would love. I got Viola Davis on my Instagram yesterday. I'm going to give me some pieces. Oh, I'm going to send you a whole package. Don't you worry. I'm going to wear it. Yes, please. Because you got a lot to wear it to. So I just wanted to make stuff that was affordable that Mm. every girl can wear. If you're on a red carpet or if you're on a red couch at home, you Mm. all deserve these pieces. And they're affordable. They're tarnish free. You can shower and bathe them. Don't have to worry. Sweat, work out. But then you can also go on a night on the town. You can pick your kids up and just feel dainty and beautiful. I started with the specialty in jade because I love stones. Like that's mm-hmm. my jam. And I started with literally trying to corner the market with the most exquisite jade pieces that were affordable. So I worked about 18 months getting mm-hmm. amazing inventory of jade. And it was just a trickle down effect. It was all the things that my heart gravitated towards. I mm. figured out I actually had a tribe that existed in the world that loves it. And so it. there is no, there are no gimmicks. There's no game. It's just, 
I like what I like. I like African jewelry. I like onks. I like stones. I like precious metals. It's very and unique. It's very unique. I've seen it. Where can thank they find you? Where can they find your jewelry line at? You can find my jewelry at Eva by Eva Marcel online. You can click my link in my bio. You can go straight to there. It's direct to consumer. So it's cheaper mm. for you because there is no middleman besides UPS. He's the only middleman. If you come to a pop-up, you cut him out, you get it even cheaper. So even by even you myself. Do pop-ups? You do pop-ups every once in a while? I do pop-ups. I I do pop- and I patronize pop-ups. This weekend, I went to the Bailey Wine Cellar, and there were amazing vendors there. There are about 20 amazing Black vendors from CB Vore, which is a Cynthia Bailey's sweatsuit yes. company. My boy yes. Don Juan was there with his proactive shirts I and masks. I love Don Juan, yes. I and I just it. went down there and had an afternoon on Sunday. They were there for Saturday and Sunday. Uh, but I went down there and patronized all of the vendors there, yep. but candles, shea butter, yep. everything. You have it. I buy it. I support entrepreneurship. I support businesses but most importantly being from south central los angeles we did not black walk into a door unless yes. it said black, black businesses. businesses like I period know. we gotta when do it, it period when it comes yeah. to our shoe spot your picture is up in the shoe <laughs> spot your whole big old picture <laughs> yes, I've been going since i was a kid chambers brothers in los <laughs> angeles on slauson like that's if you have shoes, you have a bag, you go to black owned businesses. They are ran by, owned by and supported by us. And so I love a pop up and I definitely do. pop. I got one in Brooklyn coming up in a couple of weeks. I love it. So listen, I also got to talk about your beauty company that's dedicated to natural CBD based products. Tell yes. us about your line and why it's so unique. It's unique because, well, first and foremost, I am a supporter and activist and a voice of cannabinoids, okay? When it comes to cannabis, when it comes to CBD, I am a promoter of all things medicinal health. I'm a student of Dr. Sebi. I believe that the body and the earth was here to replenish and nurture itself. And CBD is just one of 131 cannabinoids. You know, THC, Mm -hmm. you know, CBD, that's all you know. Well, there's CBG and it goes down the list. And so what my company does was with Capstone, uh, which is an amazing healthcare pharmaceutical company, is we basically research all of the medicinal properties and components to CBD, figuring out how do we help people? Mm -hmm. Like if I wanted a drink to get a buzz, that's cool. That's not what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to figure out the healthy alternative to pharmaceuticals as I as I get I, hate. I just believe like one pill leads to another pill leads to it another does. pill. And I just believe that that's why. So people, when they get older, they're just too medicated. Yes. And I just hate to, it's like, no, y'all, y'all got to learn to stick with some natural plans because that's how you're going to live. But it's a one longer, of those healthier life. Yes. But it's one of those things you have to start earlier and you have to introduce into all ways of life. So I think housewives thought I was funny when I came on there and I was talking about my garlic water for migraines. I suffer from Mm. migraines. And who wants to take Excedrin migraine every day? Yes, it works. But what else is it doing to my stomach while I'm Mm. taking birth control or having babies or all of these things? Right. And so I tried to figure out a healthy alternative for headaches. And before Dr. Sebi passed away, I learned that garlic really, really helps with inflammation. And the inflammation is what causes my migraines in the back of my head. 
So I had garlic water. Yes, my garlic tea in there. Everybody's like, oh, you smell funny. This is weird. I'm like, yeah, but I don't have a chronic headache. Right. And so what it, it allows for <laughs> truly, Viv, is for the things that come up in our life as we get older that we really do need pharmaceuticals for. It prepares your body to be able to use an alternative medicine. So many people wait until later in their life when their Mm -hmm. illness is terminal and they have to go through radiation, they have to go through chemo, and now we want to do healthy and holistic. Yeah, you're stage four. You can't really do that. Yeah. But for bodies that are drinking alkaline water and eating the proper food and are Mm -hmm. taking their vitamin D, which we are deficient of as black Mm. people, especially black men, we're taking our cod liver capsule, we're taking our CKLS, I'm going to go old school with you. And Mm. we're taking all of those things that we need to take in a day that are truly helpful for our body, our CMOS, whatever form you want to take it Yes. Then when we do get things that hurt us, we can go the holistic route. What's the name of your of your uh, brand? It's called Siva D, C-E-V-A-D. So it's a gotcha. CBD made by me. And the one thing really quick for free that I found with CBD is it's an anti-inflammatory. So I figured mm. if it's an anti- anti-inflammatory, can it help with the skin? Ciao. I'm not the skin. <laughs> it my hustler, my hustler, my hustler. I love her. Now, listen, before you go. Because, I, like I told y'all, we could talk all day. I love this child here. I'll be back. Um, I know. We'll talk again. But let, let's give, what advice could you give to a young lady out there that wants to be on the Eva, the diva level of having um, a successful career, a happy home life? What advice could you give to a young lady out there? Hmm. Well, if you want both of those together, then you have to stay true to yourself. Because you can have a successful career without staying true to yourself. And you can have an okay home life without staying true to yourself. But to have those together, a dynamic career in a home life that you run to, you have to be real with yourself. Communicate to yourself like you do with your friends. If you're not feeling something, be real with it. No is a complete sentence and Mm -hmm. it is okay. Say no to what doesn't fit your spirit. We are no longer in a day and age as people where we are trying to just survive. We are thriving now. We are not surviving. We have survived, okay? We have overcome. Now it's time to live. Now it's time to win. Do what you love. Mm. And what gives you that feeling at the pit of your stomach, that's what you do. And if it doesn't, don't do it because it's most likely gas. Let that go. <laughs> do that real passion. Like, that's it. That's the reason why you're still smiling, Viv, because you do what you love to do. I do. I do. Well, that leads us perfectly into today's hustle hack. Today's hustle hack is hashtag lady boss. Know that your journey is happening now. You have to have the passion the knowledge, and skills to carry you on your journey. It's okay to be you, full of strength and power. Don't be afraid to speak up and stand up for yourself. And never allow someone else's lack of self-acceptance to diminish your experience of yourself. Be your own lady boss. Do you, girlfriend? I want to thank my girl, the very beautiful Eva Marcel, for being on today's Hustling with Vivica A. Fox. Where can folks find you on social media, girlfriend? 
You can find me on all social media at Eva Marcel, except for Facebook and at Eva Marcel officially. That's where you can go. And Viv, let me just tell you, it is an honor to be here. You know, absolutely everybody. So thank you so much for having my little chocolate itself, Caramello, on yes. your show and hustling with you. I adore you. And thank you so much. And just so y'all know, I stalked her, honey. I was hitting her. I was sliding all <laughs> up in her DM. Like, you better hit me back. I want you on my show. Listen, so- no, we did a whole job together. That was completely different. Ben was on there like, so you going to come on my podcast. <laughs> So, you know, we both were hustlers and we like to get uh, we like to get to where we are today, which is a celebration of our wonderful careers. Tell your friends to follow your girl at Miss Vivica Fox on Twitter, at Miss V Fox on Instagram. I'm verified and at Stage 29 Podcast 2. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, review, download and listen to Hustling with Vivica A. Fox wherever you like. Until next time, darlings. Bye for now. This has been a Stage 29 podcast production. The podcast is executive produced by Patty Chiano, Laferne Cusack, and Stephanie Kaysen. Our audio editors are Jackson Ruff and Jonathan DeMatty. Callie Keltz is the social media producer. And a special thanks to the rest of our podcast crew, Rwani Horinige, William Cusack, Lisa Clark, Katie Brown, and Morgan Kaler. The Hustling with Vivica A. Fox podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only and is not intended as a replacement or substitution for any professional medical, financial, legal, or other advice, diagnosis, or treatment. This podcast does not constitute the practice of medicine or any other professional service. The use of any information provided during the podcast is at the listener's own risk. For medical or other advice appropriate to your specific situation, please consult a physician or other trained professional.